Thank you for downloading this episode of our podcast. Hi, and welcome to the podcast for Solomon Staircase Masonic Lodge number 357, where we talk about all things related with Freemasonry, including Hermetic teachings, philosophy, reason, spirituality, and much more. We're located in Buena Park, Southern California. Tune in as we continue to update our podcast with informative talks and articles for Masons worldwide and those who would like to inquire within. The following article will be another in our famous Freemason series, and is from the May 1997 Scottish Rite Journal of Freemasonry, Southern Jurisdiction, USA. This article is about J. Edgar Hoover, 33rd Degree, Grand Cross. The upper left corner of the article starts off with FBI, but the FBI standing for Fidelity, Bravery, and Integrity. This article is written by Cartha D. Deke DeLoach, chairman of the Hoover Foundation. Today, 25 years after his death, the reputation which Hoover helped build for the FBI, one of excellence, integrity, and public service, remains unblemished. This May, thousands of former agents of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, or FBI, and legions of Americans will commemorate the 25th anniversary of the death of its number one crime fighter and one of Freemasonry's most renowned brothers, illustrious John Edgar Hoover, 33rd degree, Grand Cross. During his 48 years as director of the Bureau, Hoover transformed the FBI from a haven for political hacks into a state-of-the-art National Center for Law Enforcement with extensive fingerprint files nationwide crime statistics, a technology-advanced laboratory, and a top-notch training academy. His administrative genius, high personal standards, and die-hard patriotism helped make the Bureau one of the most powerful and influential law enforcement organizations in the world and a model of excellence and integrity. Illustrating, Hoover was just as devoted to his Masonic brothers, he was raised a Master Mason on November 9, 1920, in Federal Lodge No. 1, Washington, D.C., just two months before his 26th birthday. During his 52 years with the craft, he received innumerable medals, awards, and decorations. In 1955, for instance, he was coroneted a 33rd degree Inspector General Honorary and awarded the Scottish Rite's highest recognition the Grand Cross of Honor in 1965. He elicited such loyalty among his friends and colleagues that 25 years after his death in 1972, Hoover's supporters continue to work to preserve his legacy and the ideals and values by which he lived. To that end, the J. Edgar Hoover Foundation was established to carry on his tradition of service to the public good. The group's selected avenue has been education. In the past three decades, the Foundation has offered hundreds of grants and scholarships to deserving young men and women across the nation. Several academic institutions and organizations, including Notre Dame, the National College of Criminal Defense Lawyers and Public Defenders, and the National College of District Attorneys, have also been awarded financial aid for specialized programs. This year, to commemorate the 25th anniversary of illustrious Hoover's passing, 
The foundation has begun a major fundraising campaign with a goal to raise $1 million to meet the growing needs for educational assistance. A strong believer in education, Hoover set out early in life to achieve far beyond his father, a low-paid federal bureaucrat. Born in Washington, D.C., Hoover earned a Bachelor of Law and a Master of Law from George Washington University. He landed his first job at the Library of Congress, where he virtually memorized the library's famous system of indexing. It was a modification of this system that he later implemented in the Bureau and which is still in use today. In 1917, he joined the staff of the U.S. Department of Justice, and two years later, at the age of 24, he was appointed a special assistant to the U.S. Attorney General. His early efforts attracted the attention of his superiors, and in 1924, the Honorable Harlan Fisk Stone appointed Hoover head of the Justice Department's Bureau of Investigation. At the time, the ill-regarded bureau was beset by scandal and run by hacks, ex-convicts, and political appointees with little professional law enforcement experience. Hoover got rid of the flunkies, established professional qualifications, created a promotion system based on merit, and then set out on a recruiting program. In 1935, the Bureau of Investigation was renamed the Federal Bureau of Investigation, and with the change in name came a change in philosophy. Hoover established the National Crime Laboratory using the latest science and technology, and the National FBI and Police Academy in Quantico, Virginia, still considered the best postgraduate course for law enforcement in the world. The National Crime Information Center was also created to help federal, state, local, and international law enforcement agencies along with the FBI's Identification Division, which uses an ingenious system of scientific fingerprint identification and exact indexing designed by Hoover. Today, the FBI has on file more than 173 million sets of fingerprints, the largest collection in the world. As the quality of the Bureau employees improved, so did public confidence in the FBI. The importance of public relations was not lost on Hoover. He directed many of the Bureau's activities towards areas of maximum public concern. In the 1930s, FBI agents pursued and apprehended many notorious criminals, including gangster Al Capone and bank robber John Dillinger. During World War II, the counter-espionage and anti-sabotage operations conducted by the FBI were successful in preventing interference by German and Japanese agents with the United States war effort. Following the war, FBI agents infiltrated and exposed the Communist Party and the Ku Klux Klan, solved the Brinks robbery of 1950, and took an active part in enforcing civil rights. Hoover fast became one of the most powerful figures in Washington and the confidant of the presidents he served, from Calvin Coolidge to Richard Nixon. During the last decade of his life, Hoover was criticized for allegedly abusing his power and exceeding the jurisdiction of the FBI. But even revisionists of history cannot question his patriotism and the contributions he made to the advancement of the nation's law enforcement standards. His many associates and supporters fully understand those false allegations were based upon sensationalized tactics developed by authors seeking ill-gotten funds. Today, 25 years after his death, the reputation which Hoover built for the FBI, one of excellence, integrity, and public service, remains unparalleled. Those who believe in the, those ideals continue to promote them through the J. Edgar Hoover Foundation and the Society of Former Special Agents. 
Supporters of the foundation help maintain the official collection of memorabilia from Hoover's home and office, preserved in the J. Edgar Hoover Law Enforcement Museum in the House of the Temple in Washington, D.C. The foundation also awards hundreds of thousands of dollars in scholarships and grants to worthy students based on a combination of merit and need. It also supports various colleges and universities and youth organizations, such as the Explorer Scouts. As a private foundation, the organization relies on contributions from those who want to honor not only the man, but the love of country, fidelity to law, and dedication to the public interest, which J. Edgar Hoover exemplified. Now in the midst of a major fundraising drive to meet a dramatically increased demand for scholarships and grants, donations payable to the J. Edgar Hoover Foundation can be sent to the J. Edgar Hoover Foundation, care of Richard S. Woods, General Counsel, Secretary and Treasurer, P.O. Box 5914, Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, 29938. So as noted, the article just read is from 1997, so if you are looking to donate to the J. Edgar Hoover Foundation, you'll want to look up the most current information on that. Um, the article does end with a quote from illustrious J. Edgar Hoover, which states, the virtue of tolerance and the ability to respect different opinions, beliefs, and ideas have enriched the life of America. Tolerance is the eternal virtue through which good conquers evil and truth vanquishes untruth. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a comment. We enjoy hearing from our listeners. If you really like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends and lodge members. Visit us online at solomonstaircase.org.